Hello and welcome to the Farming Banker Podcast. My name is Jeremy Dutch and I am a commercial and agricultural lender and a farmer as well. The Farming Banker Podcast is intended to be used to be an advocate for agriculture and a chance for us to share some knowledge between ag partners, between farmers, agribusinesses, and any of the like. So we are joined today by Jennifer Polterman. Jennifer is a crop insurance specialist, and uh, she's going to go through the timing of when uh, to sign up for crop insurance, uh, dates, things of that sort, and uh, overview of her business. Before we get going on this, though, I do have to say that the views expressed on the Farming Banker podcast are not the views of German American State Bank. So, without further ado. All right, Jennifer Polterman, Paul Agri, how's it going today? It's going great. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, uh, as we talked, you're in the um, commercial, I'm sorry, in the crop insurance side. Give us a little bit about it, your background. So, I've been in the crop insurance business for a little over 10 years, and I started my own company back in 2015. Um, I have a home office, which is really great because I also help my husband farm. He's fourth generation. And we grow corn and soybeans and have a finished hog operation. So we have a lot going on. Sounds good. Now, you also are involved with um, the ag industry through the Soybean Board. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Right. So the United Soybean Board is a promotion and marketing board. I just got reappointed to my second term. And what we're in charge of is investing the checkoff dollars that farmers contribute to every time they sell their soybeans. So um, we do a lot of domestic work, but also we work with our international markets to drive demand for U.S. soy. Gotcha. So as you as you put all of this together, and 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 that you know your background and and what you do as far as crop insurance and and your involvement still with uh, the ag industry, what what makes you different than than other crop insurance agents? Well. You know, regardless of who you buy your crop insurance through, you're going to pay the same price. So really the only thing that differentiates is the service and knowledge that you get from your crop insurance agent. So I go to um, crop insurance update meetings twice a year. I work with um, a fantastic um, underwriting company and I have great service through them, which allows me to give my farmers good service. Okay. So what would, in, 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 Further drilling down on that, what markets do you serve, and what's your what's your ideal customer? So my I am licensed um, individually and with my business in Wisconsin and Illinois. Um, on our own personal farm, we farm in both Wisconsin and Illinois, um, and likewise, a lot of my farmers um, primarily work in Wisconsin or farm in Wisconsin, and so I'm really looking to expand and grow down into Illinois. Gotcha. So. Uh, so my follow-up was going to be, what other markets you're looking to expand? Expand in Illinois? Can you? Is it county-based uh, that you're looking to grow, or are you just trying to grow, grow more in northern Illinois? Because I'm licensed in the whole state of Illinois, I'm not set to a specific area. Um, I do pride myself on on-farm service. I know farmers don't necessarily like to take the time to come into the office, so if I can meet them on their farm and provide that service to them, I like to do that. Now that being said, if I am working with a farmer that's six hours away, we might do things electronically, which I can do 
um, like e-signature through our website and stuff like that. But um, I, I do like to visit my farmers on the farm and really no distance is too far. Gotcha. So as, as you're looking to grow, um, is there a certain size farmer that, that you that's your niche that you're looking to grow with? No, at, that would that would be awful actually to say that there was a certain size farm I'd only want to work with. I, I work with all size farmers, whether they insure 50 acres, you know, up to 5,000 acres, it, the, the size doesn't matter. Um, I think each farmer's individual operation is important and special to them and therefore to me, and I don't discriminate on size at all. Gotcha, well that's good to know. I appreciate that. So you've got a bunch of information as far as um, important dates coming up and, and changes within that. So can you give, um, can you give us just a idea of what uh, important dates coming up you know, throughout the, the cycle of crop insurance, what's important, you know, kind of the, the 2020 things to know as, as people are listening in. Sure. So the most important date that's coming up is the crop insurance um, deadline for sign up or renewals. It's March 15th. So if you don't have crop insurance, um, you want to make sure to meet up with a crop insurance agent and get signed up. And even if you do have crop insurance, it's renewal time. So if you want your crop insurance agent to run quotes on different price levels, there's some private products out there also that can give you um, more specialized coverage. Those are the types of things you'll want to get quoted and, and find out what your pricing is going to be by March 15th. Um, the other important deadline for March 15th is going to be the ARC and the PLC sign-up deadline, and that's through your FSA office. Um, so many farmers are familiar with this program because with the 2014 Farm Bill, farmers had to make elections whether they wanted to do, to do ARC or PLC. Um, but now with the 2018 Farm Bill, it's time to elect again. Um, and uh, there's a couple major changes for this. One of the things that the government is going to allow the farmers to do is update their yields. And so really you have until September 30th to update your yields. But I would just recommend go ahead and doing it now when you go in and sign up for the program uh, March 15th. So your crop insurance agent can run a report for you showing you what your yields have been historically from 2013 to 2017. Those are the years that you will be able to update your yields. So if your yields are higher than what FSA has, you'll want to give them that information to update the database at FSA. Also, because of the national cash price is lower than the benchmark revenues, this is going to generate a much smaller payment than the 2014 Farm Bill did. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Also, this election will be a two-year election, not a five-year election like it was back in 14. And your election for Arker PLC is by crop and by FSA farm number. And that's going to be for the 2019 and 2020 crops. And then you'll be able to change that um, annually beginning in 2021. So the only other thing um, that this ARC PLC program affects, how it affects your crop insurance is if, you, if a farmer elects the PLC, they have an opportunity to select what's called SCO, which is the, a supplemental crop insurance I'm sorry, supplemental coverage option. Um, and that's something that should be quoted through your crop insurance agent as well. So it, there's a lot to know about this. Um, and your crop insurance agent should have access to a 
quoting system to kind of give you an idea of what would be best for your operation because it's it's based on your base acres that you mm -hmm. have at FSA. So, um, for instance, I have a program that allows me to run scenarios so a farmer can better decide, you know, what program would be best for them to pick for their soybeans or their wheat or their corn. So I would just get in touch with your crop insurance agent or you can always reach out to me. I'd be happy to help any so, of the farmers with that too. Awesome. Sounds good. So I, I, I just want to kind of switch and, and go back um, a little bit. Excellent information and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, but obviously 2019 was a challenging year um, with, with everything that happened in, in uh, the, the wet spring, the uh, you know, prevent plant and all that type of stuff. Well, is there anything that we learned out of that, that that we need to keep top of mind going into 2020? So going forward in 2020, I would just make sure that if you have any questions to contact your crop insurance agent, you know, it's our responsibility to know if rules are changing with the government um, regarding planting or harvest. And so we want to make sure that we can get that information out to you. All right. So before we leave, any final thoughts? I just think with as volatile as the farming industry is these days between trade, the weather, prices, I think it's really important that you lean on your team of experts to help guide you with your decision making, whether it's your crop insurance agent, your your lender, your agronomist, your grain marketer, we're all there, we're the experts to help you, although truly farmers are experts in and yeah. of themselves. So we'll just we just we roll with it. Yep. Well, we'd love to be a part of your, you know, comprehensive team. And, you know, that's a that's the concept of, you know, this podcast, The Farming Banker, and what, you know, we're trying to do within the ag uh, space is put together individuals that will will help you um, because farming is, is, is evolved into a lot more than just um, taking care of the land, taking care of the machinery. You, you know, it's, it's, a, it's become a bigger business than I think people realize. So as a wrap up to the podcast, I want to say thank you for being on here and, and taking your time here. But as a wrap up, I'm going to ask all my guests one question. And, and just for, for the audience here, these, this question here is one that hasn't been pre-sent. So I'm putting you on the spot here. What is one thing that people don't know about you? Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate being able to speak. Um, you know, Jeremy, there isn't much people don't know about me. I'm a pretty open book, and I guess that overflows into my 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 work as well. You know, if and honestly, if there's something I don't know, which that happens, I'm going to find the answer for people. So I guess if we do another one of these podcasts in the future, I'm going to have an answer for you. All right. Well, thanks for being on. Um, give us uh, how do people get in touch with you, Jennifer? What's what's the easiest way to get in touch with you if uh, people want to you know, reach out to you and try to uh, set up crop insurance through you? Sure. So probably the easiest way is to go to my website, which is polagriinsurance.com. And it's spelled P-O-L-A-G-R-I insurance.com. And you can connect with me through all of the social media platforms through my website, but my cell phone is listed there. Um, and my email address is listed on my website as well. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you again. Thanks for the time. And, um, thank you. And, and hopefully we'll do it again soon. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Thank you.